0: Jimmy Sam from Another Food Podcast. Hope you're all doing fine. I'm doing great. Uh, another beautiful weekend here in tropical Iowa. I'm in the basement where I belong. <laughs> oh, I had a great weekend. I had to celebrate the in-laws' 50th wedding anniversary. So I had a bunch of uh, family come out and friends, which was cool. We got to see some buddies from Illinois. Haven't seen in a while. Calico Cafe, if you haven't been there in Sheridan, check it out. They came and catered for us uh, per the request of everyone that's ever been to the cafe. (laughs) So it was awesome. It was uh, cool. Had about 100 people there, and uh, it was a really good uh, celebration. It was a fun time. It ended around 2 in the morning at our house. (laughs) So I'm feeling good. I'm doing okay. Had a wild weekend. I mean, there was midgets, little people, uh, dwarfs, I think they called themselves, doing some wrestling. That was uh, bizarrely exciting. <laughs> I mean, that, that was uh, something in, in itself, uh, a spectacle to behold. Uh, had a blast Got to meet up with an old friend, Nate, um, a different Nate. There's going to be another Nate later on in this podcast so hold tight. Oh, uh, what did we do? Yeah, so yeah, we watched these crazy dwarves uh, beat the crap out of each other. The ring was tiny, the entertainment was tiny, but man, they, they put on a hell of a show. It was, uh, I think it was better because, uh, I don't know, I think there might have been maybe 150 people there, or something like that, but they had a PA, they were playing music, they had a uh, they were they were entertaining, man. You know, they come out and uh, run around, do their thing, slap hands everybody, and put on a really good show. It was uh, it was it was really uh, bizarrely fun. <laughs> Something I never thought I'd do, but man, it was a good time. Uh, you'll see some pics on Instagram and stuff like that. That's Jimmy Sam Another Truth on Instagram. Uh, if your friends on Facebook, they'll be on there too. I Already put one on Facebook. I think it, I don't know if it already posted to Instagram or not. Anyway, I'll figure that out after this. Oh, what else happened? Oh, Some hot garage talk. Well, (laughs) so we were, I didn't know we were having everybody over here after the party exactly. So all the shit I took down and was getting ready to do in the garage with the bench, now all my shit's back on top of the bench. Isn't that exactly how... Oh, excuse me. That was a horrible burp. It smelled like cheese. It's got, uh, you get ready to do something, and of course, you know, life gets in the way. <laughs> so now uh, I have to take everything back off the bench, find a place for it, grab out my sanding blocks, or my sander, and sand down the top of that damn uh, workbench, which I am excited about. I don't know if you did follow the posts on instagram and stuff there was when we moved in here <laughs> i'm embarrassed to say about four or five years ago we kind of just moved in threw stuff on and i seen the part of particle board on top of the workbench and i thought that was what they had on there like that was the top of it but i threw all my shit on top of it including my heavy ass uh, toolboxes and stuff like that And was like well fuck it this is the way it is it's, you know it's gonna work And I thought what I thought I seen was some holes like where they either drilled in and I assume they glued it down. So I was like, well, that's something I don't want to mess with until I just recently started doing that reno on the garage. But anyway, I was happy to find out once I took all the shit off, I just hit the particle board and I was like, oh, it's not even attached. (laughs) So at least for these uh, few years, the top of the workbench has been relatively uh, unscathed. But it it was uh, dirty, and it's oily, so I'm just going to, and it's got this weird, I don't know, it's not weird, it's uh, two by sixes or two by twelves on top, but they have a gap in between them, and shit just falls through. So instead of, I don't want to pound up all the boards, they're nailed in instead of screwed. So I'm going to try and find something to fill that gap. Looks like somebody already did that before me, partially, with something horrible. I don't know what it is. It doesn't look like wood. (laughs) So I don't know if I'm going to get some wood filler or something like that and go down those lines all the way down the workbench. I think it's a, oh, if I had to guess, the workbench is about, about 12, 14 foot long, 12 foot, 12 foot seems right. And, uh, then that way when I sand it down, I could sand down whatever filler I put in there, then, uh, protect it somehow. I don't know what the hell I'm going to put on to protect it, but something that protects wood. (laughs) Then put my vice back down and get all my, I got some hobby tools for the top of it, like a Dremel drill press and a Dremel uh, saw cut table. But I have all my heavy uh, work equipment underneath the bench, like the table saw and shit like that. I got a grinder there somewhere. I got a bunch, I got to get really organized (laughs) because I only want to do this once. (laughs) As I've said before, if you listen on this podcast, I'm not very handy. So I don't know what I'm going to use this bench for, but it's there and I want it to look good and I at least want it to be usable. So I want to know where all my shit is. It would be fantastic, which I've never known in my entire life. (laughs) In a couple lives of my past lives, I was a, a wind turbine technician with a whole bunch of tools that I knew how to use. But yeah, I was always and still very disorganized. So these next 50 years, I'm going to try and flip the script on that and clean it all up. I got some pegboards that were already installed. going to make use of those for all my usual tools I use. And then, uh, yeah, there were some doors underneath the table, the major work table. I'm getting rid of that. I got an old vacuum. So I'm going to make a vac system for all my Wood cutting and stuff like that, so I don't have to worry about that stuff. Get up on the mic to where I'm talking normal. Jeez, how long have you done this, Jim? You're an idiot. Um, But yeah, so, and I, yeah, I took all the shit off the garage, all the walls. And of course, the people uh, painted, uh, they must have put the shelves on, then painted right over all the brackets and shit like that. So when I took it off, I ripped the drywall. So I'm also looking for ideas. Anybody has ideas on some cheap but good-looking wall covering for a garage? I like to keep it bright and not necessarily cheap, just something that looks good and it's kind of durable. And then i got to get all my storage down. I have plenty of racks, and I don't know if you've seen the pictures, but there's uh, the room where my heater's in. is bare. <laughs> I should put a video of this on there. It's just a wobbly piece of shit thrown together room around the heater. But I have enough for a couple storage racks back there too. So I'm going to try and do something with that room. And I just, I, I, I would normally, I, not normally, I'd never drywall before except helping with friends out and shit like that. But all the cuts and the seams are just like uneven. I mean, ideally, I'm sure it'd be better just to rip it all down and start fresh. But I also have a corrugated ceiling, that corrugated metal shit. It's kind of bumpy or whatever you call it. I don't know what it looks like. It looks like shed. <laughs> but it looks pretty decent up there. It's got some uh, imperfections, but I can work with it. But it doesn't butt up right to the ceiling. It's got those little cutouts. So I got to find something to put up there to mask that on the on the within the seam, you know i got a lot of shit to work around, (laughs) and I'm not excited about it. Uh, But anyway, this ain't going to be all garage talk. I just wanted to uh, share where I was at with that, so I'm kind of back to where I was, but I know what I'm looking at now, which uh, is not a bad way to be. Oh, let me see. What else has been going on? Well, I think that's about it. There's nothing uh, super else exciting. Got to get the garage going. Uh, get the podcast, as I say. Have a guest tonight, Nate Kinney. Uh, former player with, uh, if you were listening to a few episodes ago, with Ryan Albin. He was also in the band. This is Nate Kinney. And he's been playing since. He sent me a tune that he's been, uh, that was in one of his prior bands. That's really good. So that'll be tacked on to the end of this episode. I've already listened to it a few times. It's great. And uh, yeah, let's get to know, uh, get, get to know, get to know Nate Kinney. Thanks, guys. Hello. Hello, Nate. Can you hear me? Hello. Hello. Oh, hang on. Let me see. Uh, one second. All right.
1: Can
0: you hear me? Yes, I can. Can you hear me? Hello. Hello? Hello? Hey. Oh, you can you hear me?
2: Yeah, I can hear you. Oh okay, sorry.
0: Cool. Oh, that's all right. Trying to go through my Bluetooth, but uh not working, so <laughs> no problem, man. That's how all great podcasts start. <laughs> <laughs> Usually it's me messing with levels. Yeah. How are you doing this fine Sunday?
2: Doing awesome.
0: All right, man. Well, it's hey. Been a great weekend. Good. Do anything exciting? I was watching uh, dwarves I fly.
2: It's <laughs> a fuel leak in the carburetor, but oh. <laughs> a carburetor.
0: That's
2: problem for another day.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's the best part about ownership. Well, hey, man. I was uh, glad you got to hold of me. I was, uh, well, let's just take this from the beginning, man. You were uh, originally with. Uh, sad eyed, uh, or yeah. How'd we originally,
2: like we played a bunch of shows together in my punk rock band, meaning we opened up for you. Um, I actually work security at club main.
0: Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I was all, I had to get a picture and everything and ask some people. I was like, God damn, why I know his name and I know him. But why isn't it coming together for me? (laughs) Usually because my memory's horrible.
2: (laughs) I think we're both quiet and we didn't like, (laughs) uh, talk, but Sears probably might remember me because we hung out a lot. That's
0: how. Oh yeah. Everyone I talked to remembered and they called me an idiot, which is normal. So (laughs) I was like, oh, okay." okay. What was the original, uh, band? The first band? Uh, the sick. Okay. All right. Excellent. Everything comes back to me eventually.
2: Yeah. All We're right. just some local punk rock band, but you guys kind of made the scene as far as I recollect. Like oh, cool. Watching my uh, Cliff Mall videotapes and freaking out like, oh, this is what I want to do. But when there was a local band, which was you guys, that really kicked it off
0: and made okay. it happen. Cool. Where, were you were you playing before then?
2: Um well, I started in ninety-three.
0: Okay. Yeah, all right. Excellent. Say. Damn. And uh was uh Cliff a major influence for you?
2: Oh yeah. Like yeah, I'm a bass player. Yeah, oh yeah, yep. I just ended up playing guitar for
0: some reason. <laughs> Holy crap. So how'd how'd your uh journey begin then? When did you uh what was your earliest influences and in, uh that kind of stuff? Like uh, your earliest bass, anything like that?
2: Well, or my guitar. Aunt was a classically trained uh pianist. Okay. So I started playing piano when I was like five.
0: Oh, okay and then
2: started playing saxophone in fifth grade. I nice. didn't pick up a guitar until I was 12, but, right. um, Iron Maiden, Black Sabbath, those are my Alice Cooper.
0: Oh, nice. Okay. That's yeah. I'm, I'm same up. vein for me. That's excellent. Uh, do you remember your first album? Like the one you got or the first, uh, oh, yeah. what, what was it?
2: First I tape remember. I ever bought was Iron Maiden somewhere in time.
0: Oh, wow. Okay, excellent.
2: Grandma bought me Metallica ride the lightning for my birthday, my eighth birthday.
0: 1987. Oh, what a great era to great grow up in. There was so much good albums.
2: <laughs> you know what was the greatest part? Huh. I put it on because I knew Master of Puppets by then. Okay. But I did not know what was going to happen with Ride Lightning. And you know the beginning with uh, starts off with the classical thing.
0: Yeah. Yep.
2: So I had it cranked <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden <laughs> came into a heavy part. My yes. grandma comes running down the hall screaming. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it
2: was fucking hilarious. Sorry to cuss, but
0: oh, I guess it's it was free great, to man. do whatever you want here. <laughs> okay. <cool>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great, man. That's, uh, so
2: <laughs> yeah. Iron Maiden and Metallica are my first two tapes I ever got when I was eight years old,
0: uh, who, as far who, as go ahead. my
2: personal buys.
0: Cool. Cool. Is that, uh, did you come upon those influences yourself, or did somebody turn you on to that kind of music?
2: Uh, my dad had Black Sabbath, self-titled and Paranoid, oh. and I, or, uh, Alice Cooper, um, Welcome to My Nightmare, and Billion Dollar Babies on record.
0: Oh, go dad.
2: so nice. staring at the Black Sabbath cover was <laughs> influential.
0: Yeah. To say
2: the least. Like it scared the hell out of me and I loved every second of it.
0: Oh um, yeah, that's the best.
2: Then my cousin turned me on to Metallica. He had Master of Puppets and uh Am I Evil demo.
0: The oh wow. Yeah.
2: With Creeping Death and also Metal Church.
0: Ooh. Fantastic. So yeah, that, Metal Church right is a good pull.
2: At Megadeth Yeah. And um was the other i don't know. but oh megadeth and iron maiden yes. he's the one who turned me onto those oh so those three people turned me onto the music
1: i love
0: right and it just uh that's a that's a great ride man i always like hearing it because it just reminds me of my youth too and where i was at i remember when somewhere in time came out i was already deep into my the old metal journey and i was just like that yeah. was the album I was worried about for Iron Maiden, but then <laughs> not I, a lot of
1: people, yeah, yeah.
0: here. <laughs> but I was, uh, but then what was the the big song off that one? I know caught some in time where was good, but there was a uh, was it um, wasted years on that one?
2: Wasted years, yep. God, I yeah. love that
0: song. I still love that song. Yeah. I know it's kind of corny, news. but yeah, great, great yeah, album. The great,
2: yep, yeah, of, yeah. Venus of long distance runner, like.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
2: I absolutely love that album. Yeah, but no,
0: it's great. Yeah. That was just a, a time where I kinda I would be like I'd still listening to everything, but you know, you kind of cherish your first Iron Maiden albums. I was a big piece of mind guy and uh Power oh, Slave. Yeah. That was my era. So I was like, oh, oh they're changing, well, you know? And for
2: <laughs> me, the Paul Diano days were absolutely my favorite, but I still don't discredit, like, I don't know. It's hard to explain.
0: Yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy Carney was the same way too. He's, he was, uh, you remember Jimmy? Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. He was way into the, the real early army that, uh, Paul stuff too, which I liked, yeah. but I always thought Bruce was just so damn powerful. Just no. like, this is yeah. great. <laughs> the air siren. <laughs> <whizzing>. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, uh, we're talking about first, what was uh, the first uh, show that you got to go to?
2: That I got to go to?
0: Yeah, or uh, the that one... Was yeah, Metallica,
2: like, Danzig, and Suicidal Senses in 1993,
0: July 3rd. Oh, where at?
2: Uh, Tinley
0: Park. Or er, it was The World at the time. Yeah, hell yeah, The World. Music well, that's but, a great yeah, show, too. Fantastic. What album yeah. was that for Metallica, then? Uh, Black album. Oh, okay, cool.
2: Yeah. They're still on tour for three years. God, <laughs> to the <God>. tour. But, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Metallica, Danzig, and Suicidal, three of my favorite bands.
0: Yeah. Suicidal. Geez. That's awesome. another one I never get uh, to hear enough of anymore, too. I'll pop that in all the time now. That always brings me back. Great album. Great grooves. Oh, man. Yep. That's good stuff. Well, that's Absolutely. cool. Is, uh, were, were you playing by the time you seen them? Yeah. Okay, cool. Did you have the same yep. thing we always did? Anytime we seen a band, we wanted to go back and play really bad? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep. Well, the best part, because that's what comes down to you guys inspiring me. Like, anytime I went to see a local band, like there was a place in Naperville called The Records Shop. Okay. Yeah. And uh, we go see punk rock bands there, and it'd just be like, all you want to do after you saw it was. Go back and play because these guys just kicked ass and same with you guys when I'd see you or the pond or uh five year jacket.
0: Yeah, hell yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah. When I'd see all all you guys. Yeah, that's
0: that's why we dug to it too. That. that was you guys inspiring us too, because you know, we were like we weren't the first, but we were like one of the only bands that were doing what we were doing around there. And then once we seen all you younger guys coming up, it was like, oh my God, you know, like raise the bar for us. Like, look how good these guys are doing. We got to, <laughs> we got to go practice. You know, it was just like, it was like feeding off of each other. It was so fun. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. So much fun.
0: Well, that's cool. When did you, uh, let me see. So the first band was the sick. Um, What's that? you said the first band was called the sick.
2: Yes. Okay, well, cool. there's many different names, but by the time we were playing with you guys, it was the sick.
0: Okay, cool. And, let me see. When did you uh, jump into uh, Sad-Eyed?
2: Um, we started that in 99. Um, so The Sick. Uh, trying to remember. So, and my recollection, and this is my viewpoint on the whole thing.
0: Okay. But
2: they, uh, I wanted to go on tour. We were out of high school. I'm 18. I'm like, let's hit the road, guys. You know, do the dream.
0: Oh, we are kinded. They spirits. did not want to. They're like, <laughs> oh,
2: I got a job. I got a girlfriend. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Let's hit the road. <laughs> so I met Ryan, and I think I met Dan and Rob at Club Maine when I worked security there.
0: Oh, cool. All right.
2: They were working the kitchen, and I remember us talking on the um stage we were just sitting after it was about to close but i think that's where we met but uh anyways yeah so me and jake olson who was just a friend and ryan all kind of put the band together
0: okay cool yeah just started up from there yeah excellent Mm -hmm. That's that's so that's so fun. And and were you still having that drive to wanna get out and like actually oh, play? Yeah.
2: That's why it worked because they wanted the same thing. Yeah. Like like I said, when they when my first band was like, No, I don't know. I was like, I can't do this. And so I met Ryan and Jake and Dan and Rob and they were all down and we would just go out and do what we did.
0: Oh, that's that was cool. Awesome. That's, 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 that's the hardest part to find. Cause I had it, we were, uh, like I, that's what, exactly what I wanted to do too. The same thing. I was like, we have to get out of here if we want to make it, you know, right? <laughs> it's like, yep. we have to move. <laughs> yeah. Get yourself in a van. Yes, exactly. Let's all and truck it. Yeah, exactly. Did you guys, uh, I don't know how much you guys actually did that or did you or. Oh Yeah. Yeah, cool. Tell me, yeah to tell me. I didn't get any of that into much of that with Ryan, so I'd just like to know how mm-hmm. was that, and when you started doing it, where'd you go, and how did? Give me all the ins and outs, if you don't mind.
2: Uh, yeah, we basically just uh, anywhere anybody would let us play, we were there. Nice. Um, had to play or pay for some. I don't know if you did the pay to play thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, it yeah. sucked, but <laughs> at least.
2: So yeah, you know, yeah, but open for Cannibal Corpse in Iowa and
0: oh, no, all sure. these
2: bands and like, yeah, it was just like you just keep going until you can't, and then.
0: Nice. So you guys oh. like did overnighters or just like what's that? Yeah, you know, where who was uh, booking the gigs for you?
2: Us. We've done everything ourselves. Oh, cool. Which is Excellent. kind of a detriment
0: yeah. in the end. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it can burn you out.
2: <laughs> yeah, like we've realized we're lazy and not good businessmen, but we've
0: <laughs> that's that's always what makes a good artist. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> we're fun to be around, but you know, can't actually book the tour.
0: <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, it's so I mean, you know this too, it's just like you got all the gumption and the will, but when it comes down to it, it's like, well, I don't want to do every part of this shit, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Well,
2: we also didn't want to make or have somebody do it for us and then shelf our album, which was a common case back in the day. I don't know if you remember, but like if you signed a record label deal, they could shelf your album. Like that was in the contract. They, Constantly.
0: Yeah. Anyone listening who doesn't know what he's talking about, it means they own it. <laughs> yeah. <exactly. In laughs> and they in keep it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: which is for eternity.
0: That is so miserable. And they so not
2: release it if they don't want to. So yeah. I was always super careful of that stuff. I went to music school and.
0: Oh, cool.
1: Good.
2: Figured all that shit out. And so we just did everything ourselves because.
0: Just paranoid about not losing your, losing your songs. Yeah. Yeah. Like, That's a good thing.
2: We wrote this stuff.
0: Right. Should be yours. Yeah. Imagine that nowadays, Nate. (laughs) It's like you could just do it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. It wasn't as easy back when I started.
0: Yeah. Yeah. People don't understand that grind, man, of making flyers, booking your own shows, no internet, you know, just trying to make a phone call, make a friend. Remember that? What's that? Street teams. What's that?
2: Street teams. What's that? Um.
0: That sounds like something about flyering or something. What was it? Oh, God. Hello? Hello? But, oh, that's all right. And here we go. It's bound to happen this day and age. <laughs> anyway, you were saying something about street teams.
2: Yes. Um, so back in the day, you'd like get a bunch of people that were on board with what you were doing. And they'd pass out flyers for you.
0: Oh, we didn't have that. I only had Jim. No, <laughs> I had Cardi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
2: heard all the stories of <laughs> you guys rushing up to Chicago to. But yeah, it was like it was kind of like the internet now, except you just find people that would do it for you.
0: Oh, that's it was great. A cool thing. Yeah, yeah. So, were you guys? Uh, you guys get get into Chicago a lot then and play? Yeah. Did you like, like to do the the whale Coogan's, the usuals?
2: Um, nope, that was after our time. Uh I've heard about the thirsty whale. Okay. I don't think I was ever there. Oh, Riley's right. Rock House was our place, which I believe, if you can correct me, was that Malo's?
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah, it was Malo's back in the day.
2: Right. Yep. And then it became Riley's. Yep. So we were Riley's guys. We knew all everybody that worked there. Oh, perfect. They would let us in for free and give us drinks and, but yeah, so that oh, was our cool. place.
0: All right. So and that, then, that you could kind of use as your base and then you get to know other bands and people. Yep. Oh, that's and nice. Then
2: House of Blues in Chicago or uh, the note and double door. That was kind of our jams.
0: How was the double door? I don't know if I ever got to play there. I've been there, but I don't think we played there. I'm probably wrong, but it was
2: know. awesome. Okay. Like, the venue was cool. The sound guy was awesome. Everything was awesome. But the we played there. I played there in my other band, Harmony of Lies, um, twice. And okay. the first time, the band that was before us went long. So we only got to play for 15 minutes, oh which we God. were the headliners. <laughs> yeah. But it made... It kind of made it cooler because everybody was like, um, "Dude, we want to see more of you." I'm like, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> they went long. I
1: don't know what to tell you.
2: <laughs> they only gave us 15 minutes to play, so that kind of sucked. But we right. did, we did a great job, and everyone wanted to see more. So,
0: yeah, hey, that's yeah. Say it could be worse, but. I don't know about you, but after you move all your damn gear, you want to sit up there for an hour, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. there's no
2: roadie, so it's just... Yep. After you set up, it's like, come on, play.
0: (laughs) Oh, wow. So how long was uh, uh, was, uh, Sad-Eyed then?
2: Uh, Sad-Eyed went for 10 years.
0: Okay, cool. And as you said, it kind of just like fizzled out then with uh, life... Yeah. I guessing? Okay. Yeah.
2: Brian started tattooing. Um, I started a truck driving job. So okay. it just kind of, it was like, we weren't done and we're still not done, but.
0: Oh, still not done. Is
2: what, well, it just is what it is.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, that's cool. Good. Are you guys ever, do you think you're going to get back together sometime or do you guys play every now and then or? Yeah. You never know. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Are you you're still tight with everybody? Oh, yeah, that's great!
2: I just saw our drummer yesterday. Yeah, that over, was that was working damn, on my right? car. So,
0: yep. Yeah, yeah. What a guy! He has a little powerhouse, man. <laughs> oh yeah, great <laughs> drummer. Rob.
2: Rob talks to me every once in a while about music and oh, good. I talk to Ryan every once in a while. We yeah. just want to be municipal waste and gate Creeper obituary.
0: Holy in crap, February. obituary.
2: Oh yeah, fantastic. That was awesome.
0: <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you're pulling at some heartstrings there. That is a band I used to love. Damn.
2: Oh, yeah. I love brass metal, death metal. Great.
0: Wow. So what have you been doing in the meantime, man? What's the new... Uh, you sent me a song that was really good. Is that uh, something off mm-hmm. your own, or what's going on?
2: That was uh album we we recorded in 2009. Uh, so I've been in like seven bands and most (laughs) of them went around said angel. So that was the main band, Okay. but I was in a punk band, us skeletons at the same time. Okay. I was in army of lies at the same time. So I was in three bands and then us skeletons dropped off and I was in a black Sabbath tribute band called dirty women. Oh, nice. And we played, we started off as a black Sabbath tribute band and then we played a, Started playing Iron Maiden and Motorhead, and
0: does that whole era?
2: Lizzie, yeah, uh, anything seventies hard rock. Oh, nice. So I've always been in like three bands at one time, <laughs> but Sad eyed was the main band, but okay. Harmonies was my second main band. Okay, and uh, that was the one that I sent you.
0: Okay, what was the name of that band again?
2: Harmony of Harm- Lies.
0: Harmony of Lies.
2: Yeah. They're actually the main dude, Brent Lightner, he had a property here. His dad's property butted up to the pond. Like, Oh, no so he was, he was down there with you guys, I guess. Oh, cool. <laughs> I have only heard stories, but uh, I guess he was there during those
0: times. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> those are pretty some uh, pretty chaotic times. I'm <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> Did you guys but, have a. Oh, go ahead. go ahead. Keep going. No. Go ahead. Okay. I was just saying. Did you guys have a, uh, a particular jam spot or your own area where you guys could just do and be exactly what you wanted to do? Or how'd that go for you? And any of the bands, I guess.
2: Um, we started off. I had a studio in my parents' garage. Yep. That I built. Nice. Um, so, it, like, because I started recording on a reel-to-reel oh, damn. back in 89. Okay. I still, I'm looking at it right now, actually. Oh, really? So, yeah.
0: <laughs> got Ikea. Nice. Yeah, yep. It's
2: a reel-to-reel. Yep. But I'm <laughs> sure if I strung it up and you'd hear 12-year-old me playing some guitar. <laughs> but uh, anyways, then I got a, we figured out, you just take a cassette deck, and you position it in a certain spot. And we record there. Okay. And then I got a tape player with a two-mic line, and we'd record that, and we just set the mics up so that the drums weren't too hostile.
0: (laughs) Yep. That's always the hardest part (laughs) (laughs) when when you're doing something like that. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. But eventually it became like we'd be sitting there setting up mics so we could record every single practice, and so... Basically, any place I lived, we just built a studio.
0: Okay, cool. But well, yeah, it's nice to have that home base when you're a band too—to be like some place where you could do, ex- you know, be exactly who you are, not to worry about sound or people yeah. wondering what that smell is. You know, just like <laughs> I want to be <laughs> well, able to we've had, hang. <laughs> we've had cops show up <laughs> plenty of times, and
2: <laughs> they're usually cool, but we did have to. Hide some
0: stuff, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> been there exactly. <laughs> yep. Uh, you got any uh, any wild stories that might have happened on the road or when you're playing anywhere? Anything come to mind? Like, uh, I guess it could be anything. Like anything that pissed you off or something like that. Um.
2: Well, I watched a girl die.
0: Well, that's uh, that's taking it down. What happened?
2: Hold on, bud. Oh, one second. Sorry, my son just came out. No problem. But I'm on the phone. Get you in a minute. Sorry about that. Oh, that's all right. (laughs) Right as I talk about Chicken (laughs) Jet. Uh,
0: I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. If you want to tell, it's up to you.
2: No, that was uh, so first time we played Milwaukee Metal Fest.
0: Okay.
2: I was uh, me and my buddy. We're the only ones who were 21, so we went to a bar. And I forgot my backstage pass at the bar. Oh. No. So we had to go back and get it. And I watched, we heard this commotion. And this dude goes, you're exiled. I'm like, we looked back, and she looked at the road, then looked back to the dude, and then jumped. And there was a car right there. She flew thirty feet through the air, Holy slammed God. on the ground. Yeah, it was. That was probably the most. And then I had to go play a show
1: oh, right God. after that
2: happened. Yeah, like that was literally two seconds before I was getting on stage. It sucked.
0: Wow. So yeah,
2: <laughs> that must have been the worst. But the show turned out great. Well, I think I was kind of in a funk, but yeah, yeah. that kind of screwed me up.
0: Well, I think you uh, got. Story of all time for this show. Wow, that's crazy, man! <laughs> Just out of nowhere, huh? Just you're exiled, nah, something screaming, and
2: yeah, you're exiled. She looked across the road, and then she jumped, and all of a sudden, a van,
0: good
1: Lord,
2: her across the road. Yeah. Jesus Christ, it was, it was crazy.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I
2: was not, <laughs> I was not ready for that, and then go up and play a show.
0: Yeah, where where were you at?
2: Uh, Milwaukee Metal
0: Fest. Oh, about, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Been the there.
2: Milwaukee yeah. Auditorium.
0: <laughs> uh, who turned uh, out great? Yeah. Who'd you? Uh, what stage were you on? Who'd you? Who was some of the bigger bands on that bill?
2: Well, that particular show, because we played twice. That particular show, we were on like a third stage. We played three p.m. Okay. Um, but it started off with like two people and by the time we ended there was a line out the door that was the first time i felt like got it shit's happening because there's pits like i couldn't believe it we did not expect any of it yeah. and it was gigantic like record labels were coming up to us we're like that's where the laziness part comes in we're like
1: ah,
0: we don't know what to do with this <laughs> so
2: we didn't do anything. Oh, oh no! Guess what? <laughs> Record labels don't give a shit. Three yes. later.
0: no, they do not. you got to jump on that shit. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's so wild. So you had but a the, one of those, second
2: time we played. We played main stage, and Shadows Fall played nice. uh, King Diamond Mayhem. Nice. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't like to talk about who we play with because it doesn't matter.
0: I just it's I just about. think it's cool for the era, you know, of uh, what bands were in and playing at that time. I thought it was pretty nice. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: No, yeah. Two thousand, two thousand one. So, Dying Fetus, P- Pissing Razors, Lamb of God. We met all those guys back then.
0: Nice, nice. Yeah, that's uh, that's why I always ask because when we played, it was like uh, it was corn before they were corn. Oh, nice. So it's always nice to hear what bands were uh, people were jamming with. It was cool. I love that oh, yeah. uh, little piece of, because uh, you know exactly where you're at, and especially if anyone's been to Metal Fest. It's like, is it three days or two days?
2: Uh, it was three days back in the day.
0: Yeah, okay. that's I think. Did you know Jamie
2: to... Josta just bought it from Hatebreed? Did he really? Yeah, he bought it from Josh uh, Koskic. What's his name? Josh.
0: That sounds uh, familiar. Koskic?
2: I got or... the name right here. All right. Jack Koskic.
0: Okay, cool. He bought the whole but, the whole rig. Yeah,
2: he bought it. Um, he was gonna do it with uh, the lead singer of uh, Black Dahlia Murder, who killed himself oh. a few minutes ago or a few months ago. Okay. But uh, yeah, so like, it's big news. Oh, it's, speaking of real big news, real quick. Okay, go ahead. I want to get your take on this Pantera tribute thing happening right now. Uh hear about that?
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was Anyone? talking to my
2: wife. <laughs> I was talking to my wife and she kind of turned the page for me. But at yeah. first I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> I can't deal with it. Yeah. But yeah, she's a huge Pantera fan, but she never saw him. So.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, I guess my spitball take of like right out the gate is how dare mm-hmm. you. <laughs> exactly. But then at the same time, I don't know what the hell was happening for real in that band. You know, you've been in a band. I've been in a band. I've made some shitty choices. <laughs> you oh, know? yeah, yeah. And I honestly, I, maybe there's more out there, but as far as I know, it was just, I don't know, if it was an ego thing with Phil that had to leave. but Well,
2: no, I do. What do you think? I do know. I was around at that time. What do you think? <clears throat> I think he's in, Oh. I'm not going to say it.
0: Um, Egomaniac, maybe (laughs) something like that.
2: He was—he was on drugs.
0: Okay, so just too Um, much.
2: So Rex and Phil did down, and we all happily went to those shows. Yeah. While he was leaving Pantera in the dust, so yeah, I can't say anything more. But I don't think without Dime, or Vinny. Yeah. There's no Pantera.
0: Yeah. I know I, I, People are calling it a money grab and everything. I don't know. I just, I wouldn't know because, well, you know, if, if you were in a band with somebody and you have a little, at least even a little brush of success, it's like, those are your brothers, even if they piss you off or something like that, shit goes oh, sideways, yeah. you know? I'm sure,
2: that's what I was talking to my wife about. I'm like, I'm sure they would have gotten it back together. Yeah, if the tragedy didn't happen,
0: right? You and know, talk about tragedy. Jesus, man, that was <laughs> oh, it's the worst. That was like, I mean, that must have hit all of us in the gut with the dime. I was just like, "Oh, what, are oh. you serious?" <laughs> like, I was fuck? crying. Yeah, like, It was miserable. Yeah,
2: I couldn't believe that anything like that, like this, never happened. Yeah, John Lennon was shot in front of his hotel. Right. Right. Yeah. Not as crazy as being shot on stage.
0: No, by not a lunatic.
2: As crazy. No. Yeah,
0: I can't. That was man. Talk about end of an era. (laughs) You know, just like oh, so this is just done now. One of the greatest players ever. You know, still getting his still getting his chops in.
2: Damage plan was awesome.
0: Yes, I don't care what (laughs)
2: anybody says. I'm a fan. too, I think they're a great freaking band.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There was yeah. It was just. It was It was one of those bands and it was in that era. I was a fan when they were even a glam band. You know, I was just, uh, yeah. that was that era when I was just like, still, you know, getting, I was a metalhead, but I was just like, oh, what's this? And I found it on the record of early Pantera. I'm just like, well, this is cool. It sounded different. The recording wasn't great, but I could, you know, the guitar was fun. And they were trying well, something. I've,
2: I've heard all those songs, but that was before my time. Yeah. But since then, I've heard, All four albums. Okay. That was released before Cowboys. Yeah. However, uh, it was just fun to listen to. Like, ah, listen to Dime. He's playing the thing from Floods back in (laughs) 1986. Yeah, yeah. You'll get a piece. Yep.
0: You'll get a piece of something like, oh, no, no shit. Yeah. Yeah. I see where that came from. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. I always love that. I mean, the older I get, the more. I wish, like, back in our day, we had more video and pictures of everything, you know. Now everything's online, but it's just like, I don't have yeah. enough, because I have a horrible memory. So I like to, uh, <laughs> that's why I like to talk to you guys. I'm just like, well, these guys were around the same era. It might trigger, uh, you know, trigger something yeah. for me, too, to remember, and it's great. So
2: let's, let's talk about the scenes real
0: quick. Go ahead. What do you want? Talk to
2: I them. don't know. Um,
0: like the scenes around so, us, or... Yeah, you, so I started seeing
2: you guys in 92, 93. Okay. I was 13, 14 years old. Perfect. I saw you at the VFW Sportsman's Club riding my bike down there. No shit. Because I had nothing better. <laughs> oh, yeah. Were as you, long I, as it was in all ages, of course.
0: You are a Salmonack guy, right? No, Sandwich. Oh, you are Sandwich too? Okay, cool. All right. Yeah, I grew so up in Sandwich. Same era. Same area. Okay. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. But yeah. Ride about the metal.
2: Oh, yeah. Excellent. Yeah right to the sportsman's club check things out
0: (laughs) that was fun uh, that was a a hell of a a scene back then because it was just beginning and we we had some friends and bands uh well kind of friends we knew them there was blacklist and uh i can't remember who else was playing that we knew but that was a major influence because they were actually playing they were going out on the road and they helped us out, you know. They did help us get going and, and kind of pushed us along a little bit because we were a little lazy, but we really didn't know what we were doing. Nobody knew how to, you know. I looked at Carney and just said he looked like a singer, so I grabbed him. <laughs> Jason could play some drums, so I grabbed him and uh, just kept going. So it was a wild start, you know. And we had nothing. We couldn't see anybody. We only seen a couple of Friends bands. There's like the... Who was it? It was like Bad Ronald, I think, was around back then or something like that. They were playing old 70s music. So it's like, we dig that, but we want to play harder and faster, you know? (laughs) It's just being a kid. (laughs) hell of an area. Are you still there? Oh, did I lose you again? Oh, look at this, everybody. I keep talking to myself. (laughs) Sorry about that. That happens a lot. Oh my gosh! All right, we'll wait for him to call back. In the meantime, this is brought to you by phones that don't work. All right, <laughs> he's coming back, y'all. We're gonna do this one live. Hello.
1: Hey.
2: <laughs>
0: I don't it's know what's be going a fun on. One. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, "What's going on?" I keep blathering. I'm like, Nate. I was, Nate. <laughs> no. You said, "Can I hear you?" And then you hung up. <laughs> so oh yeah, it was, I was like. I didn't even have my phone. <laughs> so so ah, where is it?
2: <laughs> all good, man.
0: I'm sorry about that. Yeah, anyway, I was no. just carrying on about the uh, the old school shit, but
2: Oh yeah. Like Um, so with You the Pond, Five Year Jacket. Those were my first memories of bands and then uh
0: Oh, uh, do you remember uh God, who was it? It was the other band with Mike Knauer and uh who were those I can, guys?
2: I was the guy in the background that yeah. nobody knew. So, <laughs> I'm over here listening to Misfits and Iron Maiden. <laughs> didn't talk to anybody. I no.
0: was just like, Oop. Yeah, it was always very uh, like that for I me. I taking it in the whole time. <laughs> yeah, that, I'm the same way. I'm that guy. Like mm-hmm. I like to be around chaos, exactly. but I don't want to be part of it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I like to get real close. <laughs> and it was always fun for me. So, yeah, it was, uh, oh my God, I can't believe I can't remember their band. They had Death by Weed Whacker. They had some crazy band, uh, hmm. fun song names. Was it?
2: Debauchery. There's Debauchery was their I own thing.
0: Debauchery was great. Um, yeah, I can't remember it, and I won't until after I hang up, but yeah. another, another really good band. They were kind of Yorkville-ish area, but they were okay. really good. Um... Yeah, just a a wild area. So you're thirteen, uh, uh But in my home.
2: era we had uh Potiphar's Penny and the basement lounge boys, but you talked to Coomer.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: I heard that one. Yeah, good. Yeah, he's uh, his mom babysat me, so Oh no shit? <laughs> oh yeah. She was the she was the third street
0: king. Oh, no yeah. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> oh yeah. man.
2: They're good dudes. We Good. all hung out with them. Do you yeah. remember Potter's Penny?
0: Uh, yes, I do. I, I forgot who was all in that. Do you remember any but of them? I told you
2: about Brent. Yeah. He's in Harmony of Lies. Okay. And he's the one who had the adjacent um, property to the pond. He's the one who was there.
0: Okay, cool.
2: And him and Ryan were best friends, so they hung out. All right. But uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, Petey Penny. Mm hmm. Yeah, they, did they uh, go on, or or what, was what ended up happening with those guys?
2: Yeah, they were pretty, they were, like, in our era. Okay. There was you guys and all those bands, and then there was us and Potiphar's Penny and Basement Lounge Boys. Yeah. And then there was Counter Stitch that came up with us. Okay. And all that bands, and so we all kind of looked out for each other just, like, you guys brought us up
0: oh that's cool man that that is the party of lies that. yeah
2: that song i sent you yeah that's brent singing that's his song
0: oh perfect like, cool
2: so he's he was in powder for spending
0: excellent and yeah if anyone listening i will be ending the show with that song it's very good is uh oh, i'm sorry where was i going with that Your uh you're still in Sandwich. Is anything else going on? Is it kind of died like it has everywhere else? Or do you notice anything coming up? I don't know if you're familiar with the scene anymore.
2: Uh, well, I'm more of a fan now. I'm okay. taking care of my kids. Right. I watch horror movies Amen. nonstop.
0: What's your, what's your and, latest, latest favorite horror movie?
2: Well, the latest one I saw was Black Sunday, which was- is a 1958- the Mask of Satan, aka, yes, but uh, it was plot-wise absolutely yeah. stupid, <laughs> but creepiness and visually, yeah, absolutely amazing. I loved it. Well, that's absolutely cool. loved it.
0: I'm going on my list. I love my. So, are you a horror movie fan? Then big time too.
2: Oh, as I'm wearing an Army of Darkness shirt right now.
0: Oh, <laughs> like, mine's in the closet. That's fair. That, yeah. that that there there might be something here. Is that is weird too, because I was growing up. I mean, I had the Fangoria magazine. My walls were yep. covered with nothing but gore and silly posters of oh, dead things. I got, got a
2: guitar called the Gore Zone because <laughs> when I was fourteen, yeah, I took my uh, what's his name, Marty Friedman. Yes. I took my Marty Friedman, Kelly Jackson Kelly, Ooh. and splattered it with Gore Zone and Fangoria.
0: Yes, that. Art. Oh yeah, Gore Zone and was the other Clear magazine, right? It. Yep. Yeah, hell yeah. I had that one too. So
2: it's my gore zone guitar.
0: Oh, that's awesome.
2: There's like tons of horror pictures. Like, that's all I'm about.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, me too, man. That is so weird with us. I don't know. A lot of us, well, not a lot of us. I know I was. Sounds like you were. I know, I think Albin, I know he was a big horror fan too, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is so it's, I mean, it makes sense, <laughs> you know, you're in a <laughs> right. heavy, weird, satanic music, <laughs> you know, supposedly. So, but yeah, yep. it's that shock factor, man. And having that kind of fun, like,
2: yeah, it just gives,
0: it like gives a, me happiness. I don't know. Yeah. Me too. It's like a roller coaster, you know, it's just like, did you
2: watch a uh, Willie's Wonderland? Willie's. Nick Cage.
0: Nor- is that Willie's wonder? Oh, is that his horror flick ish thing?
2: He doesn't talk once in it. It's insane. But what? he curb stomps an animatronic donkey.
0: <laughs> it's,
2: <laughs> it's the greatest thing I've ever seen. I was laughing my ass off while he's curb stomping this donkey's head into a urinal. Yeah, Greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> so that was besides the 1958 movie that I just watched. Yeah. That was the last thing I saw.
0: Oh, that's so good, man. Yeah, I, I would, I would have just jumped on to this whole subject with you and talked about that for an hour. I swear to God, I love, <laughs> uh, I love horror, that. man. Yeah. <laughs> yep,
2: I could talk horror all. You, that's all I watch.
0: Were you a special effects guy? Because I was. I uh, like, I had to, the liquid latex, the anything I could gore myself up with, or at least tried. You know, I wasn't really yeah. good at it, but yeah. Did you? Yeah, <laughs> that's so
2: weird. No, when we were, that's how Brent and I met. When we were 12, we didn't know each other until like, we literally discovered this when we were 20. I'm like, I remember we're in the woods and I'm stabbing this dude with long hair with a shovel, (laughs) trying not to kill him because we're making a movie.
1: Hell yes. You know,
2: (laughs) we stayed up all night, writing this movie. And then we're going to film it in the morning. Yes. So I'm stabbing this dude's head. I don't know who it is. he's like, dude, that was me. (laughs) Like, no fucking way. (laughs) So, yeah, that's kind of like the kismet of getting together. Yeah. I think that's super cool. Like, we've always been, you know, this is what we want to do. And so, to this day, we still, him and I get together, we write songs, we, uh, make movies. We just kind of try to do everything but we don't put it out
0: yeah just it's personal just, projects just yeah.
2: for us yeah
0: that's it, so fun man that's what keeps yeah. us young i swear to god
2: yeah keep the creativity that's yeah all i'm about
0: oh well, that's great man. so you've um, you. made your own movies and stuff like you're doing like little shorts or yeah
2: you we do, do short films nice yeah. music videos i love editing
0: oh God, why don't you move to Iowa? <laughs> I swear if I had an editor, man, I would be so much further away along in the shit I'm doing because I can't stand me that stuff. shit.
2: <laughs> now nah, if you send me stuff, I'll get on the computer and start editing.
0: It's
2: meticulous work for some reason. I absolutely love.
0: Yeah, oh so. that's cool, man. Yeah. I have a, I have all of the ideas of a child, and then uh <laughs> and then I get the equipment. And then I realized I can't run the equipment and make the content at the same time. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's just a, it's a horrible little, uh, you know, I've been threatening to do the podcast for 10 years before I started it. So that's how long it takes me to do shit. Yeah. Cause I had all the ideas. I had the equipment, obviously, you know, if anyone's in a band, they automatically have the equipment to do a podcast. You know, (laughs) it's it's like, Mm -hmm. I'm sitting on all this shit. I don't know how many times I set it up, Nate, i set it up. Get ready. Don't do anything. It's like, now I got nothing
2: to do. Yep. I don't got enough, but yet it's all here.
0: (laughs) I have nothing else to blame but me now.
2: (laughs) No, I get it. Because we've been trying to get stuff together like, oh, we should do a YouTube thing, a reaction thing. But we never do. Yep. Yep. We have kids. So it's just like, I'll come over this weekend and I don't. What are you going to do? Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got life I have to live and take care of my family. Exactly. Yeah. And that's
2: the main thing I'm focused on. So,
0: yeah. How many uh, kids you got? Uh, three. Oh, had a boy. All right.
2: Yeah. Son and then twin girls.
0: Oh, that's awesome, man. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. How long you been married? Uh, 13 years. Nice. I think I'm coming yep. up on 11 right around there. I'm keeping up with you. I'm trying. Nice. <laughs> <But> yeah, <really?
2: laughs> uh, it's fun and, you know, it's trying as well.
0: Yeah, I man, it's, a whole, love each it's other, a whole new so. life, you know. Yep. There's definitely something to work on every day too. <laughs>
2: she keeps me in line. Yeah. <laughs> that's what needs to happen because otherwise.
0: Well, the best part is <laughs> that she lets you do silly shit. If you get mm-hmm. to, if you get to go out and make movies and have some fun with a buddy every now and then, that's that's a great relationship. That's my wife too. That's the same thing. She goes, go do it, go have some fun. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I go, Thank you. Well, we were,
2: we we're making Chicago dogs today. That was a big plan, and I'm like, dude, I got this thing going on in 15 minutes. <laughs> Better get these dogs on. <laughs> so I'm out there barbecuing, trying to get shit happening, but I got it done. Boy. However. Gotta, gotta get this done because I want to talk to you.
0: Oh, well, thanks, Fucking man. Fucking awesome. Well, hey, we, yeah, have, we have hit an hour, but, man, I think I can definitely wrap with you again if you want to talk. Uh, if Do you keep yeah, up man. on uh, the movies and shit like that? Yeah. Do you? Okay, cool. Like, that's perfect. Because I am like trying... I'm like, oh, sorry, go ahead.
2: No, like I said, that's all I watch is horror movies. Like, I literally don't know if I watch anything else.
0: Well, that's cool. I don't get a... Uh, enough of them in my life but uh when i do i, I want to talk to somebody about them so it'd be good to know if that if you're listening to them so yeah if you don't mind i'll probably hit you up in the future just you know cool, we'll yeah. blather about some shit and uh geek out on some uh, horror
2: <laughs> awesome <All right. laughs> and i want to talk about forbidden fate and oh the, you got it i got that cassette i got the green um world bliss demo that you guys did
0: oh my god you got the I've cassette, got the cassette
2: tape oh yeah like in my hand right now
0: like <laughs> holy I seriously, shit seriously
2: yeah so, that is so we gotta funny. get back to that too
0: yeah oh yeah man that'd be great man. yeah and thanks man this is always uh it's always fun for me because it's like i was like i know this guy but i don't know him no him and now that i kind of see where you're coming from I'm like well this is obviously someone i should be friends with so uh mate, i really appreciate it brother we're gonna end this with that song i have it as uh it's it's only called number seven on my the file I got. What's nah, it called?
2: Well, uh, I know it's called Hands Down.
0: Hands Down.
2: Um, yep. um, who's on by it? Harmony of Life. Harmony of Life. Um, yep. Who
0: we got on there?
2: I play bass in the band. Excellent. Or I did. Um, yep. So Brent is the singer songwriter. His right. brother Troy Lightner is the guitarist, and there is a guy. The reason the band broke up was because we uh recorded that album and then booked a tour in five states. What? Playing six days. Yeah. And we called them and he goes, Well, I got a job at a bar and I like playing beer pong, so I'm not in the band anymore.
1: Oh my god.
2: <laughs> yeah. So that's the kind of shit that <laughs> oh we dealt with. God. And I was like, I can't do this anymore, man.
0: Oh, after all that Yeah.
2: Oh After spending, God. spending all the time recording, yep, and playing.
0: Which, if anyone who's been in the studio, that is a drain, man.
2: <laughs> yeah, spend all that money, and then yep. a month later, the guy's like, "I want to play beer pong." <laughs> <laughs> what? Are
0: you? I'm play. He is a douche, anyways. <laughs> I'm not going to mention his name. <laughs> oh man, that is so. That is classic band, though, right there, man. That is yeah. Uh, Holy shit. All right, so well, I we're going to end Brent. it there. It's Harmony of Lies. Harmony of Lies is the excellent. the that Record that song. All right. Brother, I can obviously talk to you for another couple hours. So, yeah, I will be hitting you up again soon. I'll text you first, so okay. I'm not just out of the blue. But uh, thanks for your time, man. Oh, thank you. All right, brother. You take uh, good care. Enjoy those hot dogs. And <laughs> we'll Hell talk yeah. to you soon, brother. All right, later, man. All right, man. thanks. Take care, bro. Bye. Bye. Oh man, that makes me so happy. Anyway, guys, I'm gonna try and end it with the song here. I'm gonna be looking it up and talking to you as I do it, pretending I know words right now. There we go. Yeah, Harmony of Lies. Oh shit. Oh, that was fun, guys. And that is exactly why I do this. I just I love getting to know you guys, anybody, whoever's listening, old friends, new friends and get to know them better and you know i love it that sometimes they start awkward like like what are you gonna say what is he gonna say (laughs) it's like (laughs) that's my favorite part because it worries me to death before i do the podcast i'm like oh god you know like i'll sit around do some push-ups and shit like that trying to get my blood flowing not today (laughs) there's still too much booze in my blood from last night but i was just like you know it's that anxiousness and that comes with uh everything you do in your, your life. I love leaning into doing stuff that brings me, you know, a weird anxiety or like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do that, or, oh, what's going to happen, you know? <laughs> as long as I'm not going to totally hurt myself, it usually ends up like that. Nate, was a, that was awesome. Thanks again, man. But, yeah, you guys, here's a song from them, Harmony of Lies. Uh, you guys have a great week, and we'll see you next week.